Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Now that I make a lunch for a preschooler, I have I feel like I have to be a snack house. Mm-hmm. I'm working on dinner. I'm making a meal, and all they want is the Cheez-Its. And Liz. And I wish so badly I could just have a back seat to like their entire life. Yeah. I want them to just talk to their stories and tell me everything. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Thursday, everybody. Is it Thursday? It's Thursday. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> um, a happy Thursday. I hope everyone's having a great week. Um, we have lots to talk about today. Really, mostly just things to talk about. Mainly just Travis Kelsey and Taylor's what? I know. I mean, not even Swifties over here and like the iconic moment. I... I don't know what it is that gets me so excited. I think I'm excited that she because she's just like the heartbreak queen. Like she's just like the girl who relationships never work out for her. And maybe it's because she's only been dating Hollywood musicians and actors and whatnot. Like to get into the sports world. I mean, I don't know where Travis Kelsey is from. I sw- he's reading Minnesota. Like <laughs> he's just giving Minnesota just like this hometown cutie boy i know i'm here for it um and it's such a win for the tall girls mm, yes like those videos of t- and like I, I, i'm like just so not she I, looks so tiny next to him i know i just really like sometimes this is gonna sound it just it feels like you're watching like a high school romance and the quarterback got the girl uh-huh like that's what it feels like and i'm just I'm I'm so bought into it. I am too. And also, I do want to say Travis Kelsey is from Ohio, which is the same thing as Minnesota in my mind. <laughs> right. Right. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, I just Googled it. Uh, I love the hard launch of it all. I'm just upset. I mean, again, we're, I'm obsessed. I guess I'm a Swifty now. Um, yeah, I am too. So, I'm just here for the drama. <laughs> Not even the drama. I hope there's no drama. I hope it's like everything is rainbows and beautiful and they like get married. Same. I'm here for the love, actually. I am just... I love... She deserves it. I love love. I love love, too. Well, anyway, we have a jam-packed episode today because mm-hmm. I've just had a lot of things running through my mind lately. Oh, gosh. So you I just, just spill spill it all out so, on this podcast. a quick little roadmap. We're skipping the millennial words because, you know what? We need a week off from you guys, okay? Like, they're just... They're, they're reinventing the wheel. They're using too many of the same words. We're done mm-hmm, with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, our dumps are huge. That's kind of the star of the show today. Mm-hmm. We, um, I have a Musk's moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a special guest we'll be talking to at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. And industry news that should drive through. Perfect. Well, let's get right into it with our dumpity doodahs. One thing I think that needs to be said is we need to talk about my closet clean out. Oh, yeah. Not so. The controversy. The con- Well, there's a little bit of controversy. So guys if you don't know i just had a baby like three months ago and um nothing really fits and also this is my first baby and i would like to have more in the semi near future so all that to be said the current size that i am is the size that i will be for the next several years meaning i don't really need to hold on to those jeans that were too tight on me like pre-pregnancy right you know and my closets plural were so overwhelmingly full of clothes that like the rods were like break like coming out of the wall i had no idea you had so many clothes i have so many because you, just, you only see me wear the same 10 things how are you finding the same 10 things because they i mean you just had clothes from 
from of you just don't must not purge as often as i purge yes i know you also don't shop that much either no i don't and i haven't shopped a lot i haven't shopped a ton lately i feel like because i have been i had been pregnant and so i kind of divided my closet clean out into a couple different categories i did things that i'm just straight up donating i have six trash bags full of donations i have a box of maternity clothes for when i get pregnant again I have two boxes full of stuff that don't fit me right now, but I wasn't ready to get rid of and are nice and will fit me eventually. And then I'll, I'll reach for those later. Um, and then I have just a pile of stuff for like my sisters and my sister-in-laws to go through. Yeah. And a lot of people on my Instagram were being like, don't clean out your closet. Like, why are you doing the three months postpartum? What? Like, that's the point. Yeah. The point is she has nothing in her closets that, first of all, I was not... Everyone's in someone. Someone told me to give Elizabeth grace. First of all, she can, she does not need grace. She's fine. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, it was her idea. Yeah. And third of all, the whole like, why would you want to walk into a closet and have nothing that fits you? It feels so good to walk into a closet and no, and I, I don't. It is so downgraded. I am. Sh- we got rid of probably eighty percent of my clothes. And like you're i'm going through the same thing like not all my clothes pre pre fred fit me i can't imagine if i tried to try on a pair of jeans that i had before i got pregnant with george yeah. i'll never elizabeth i'll You're, never be that size again you know what it's fine no and, fine. It, and it's not even a, it's it's about body composition it's about how your bones and organs literally move when you get pregnant yeah. and have children so it's like no those aren't going to fit ever again and that's okay no i'm we're not like i want to i just want to remind everyone like we are very especially elizabeth like she's very confident she looks great she knows she looks great she feels great we don't care what size we are we just literally want to be able to get dressed in the morning well, you know what doesn't make me feel great putting on clothes and looking at all these clothes and not feeling like nothing fits me because the majority of stuff are either don't fit me or i don't want to wear because they're crusty and old and now I'm going to go in my closet and know that every single piece in there will be cute and will fit. Right. It's and just, that feels so good. I hate it's like we talked about last time. I hate getting dressed like I that's not something that's some I don't put that enough. That's not a fun part of my day. There's no. other things I want to do. So we're making it easy on her. So yeah, your closet clean out was iconic. I can't believe you had so many clothes. It was kind of honestly a disgusting amount of clothes. <laughs> it really truly was. Um, and I'm so happy that we went through it all. And what I did update on me is mm-hmm. i took my advice that i talked about on last episode and i went through my closet grabbed everything that was similar to emily ozenbo's capsule wardrobe brought it upstairs mm-hmm. ordered like four things to finish my capsule collection mm-hmm. i added a few pieces too that like you know because you don't have to like just stick to what's what it's at but bottom line is i grabbed like probably 12 items from my closet mm-hmm. put them all upstairs mm-hmm. that's what i'm being dressed with and have my outfits have been simple yeah but i'm comfy i don't have to think about it things mm-hmm. are going together mm-hmm. and i'm yeah. honestly never like been happier with my clothes and so i'm only three days in so i'm not going to be dramatic about it but i'm liking it so far well one thing you said to me when we were going through the clean out is i tried on this one jacket and it you were like it's a cute jacket it's a flattering jacket however the ones that we've already picked are cuter and better and more classy and more your style so it's like when you do need a jacket having too many options is a bad thing yeah sometimes then i'm overwhelmed then i don't know which one to pick and then it's like if i have less choices and if i have the right choices i'm going to have the right outfits it's that's like marketing 101 like how many times do you go to the hidden valley ranch okay this is a specific example but like go to the ranch section of your grocery store or any section of your grocery store why are there now so many options 
reduced fat, a third of the fat, cucumber. It's like it's all these different variations. It's like, where is just the ranch? Yeah, this is so this is why men can't go to the grocery store. Yeah, because there's too many options. Mm -hmm. And because we know exactly what what we're looking for. So it's just. Yeah. So Liz had this cute blue cropped jacket and, you know, it was cute. But I'm like, if you're going to throw a jacket on, you have two blazers in there that will make you look so cute, so expensive. Mm -hmm. That's more your style. We're done. Ship it down the road. Yeah. Ship it. Be done. And oh, guys, I feel 10 pounds lighter. I'm not. I really I don't want to. I'm just I want getting dressed to be simple and easy. The only way to successfully do this closet clean out, too, is to take everything out of your and closet. And you have to bring someone who has no emotional attachment to your clothes. And is also honest. And normalize. I think it's okay to have a stash or like a purgatory bin. Like, if you're not ready to get rid of it, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Get it out of your closet. I have two boxes of purgatory. I have two purgatory boxes. Yeah. Make and it we'll tr- see. We'll see. We'll if, you, see. if you're not ready, I don't want you to be ready, but I want you to get out of your closet because I want you to wear what you're wearing. Yeah. And I think you'll be a happier person. Exactly. We could go could go on and on, but we'll stop. We but will. We're feeling very, very passionate. Okay. What do you want to know next? Something on know. my dumpy yeah, do that? Sure. Okay. Okay. This is um this has been on my mind lately. You know how like this new thing on line is all about a snack first ingredient house? Have you heard about this? Like what? Like, oh, yeah, what, yeah, like yeah. when you grow up in an ingredient house. Yeah. Okay. So when you grow up in an ingredient house, which we grew up in the poster child of ingredient mm-hmm. houses, it's when you don't really have any snack foods, but you have a lot of ingredients. Ingredients. So like a snack, a snack in an ingredient house is a spoonful of peanut butter. Yeah. Um, I think we should change the stigma around them because I like ingredient houses. And here's why. Now that I make a lunch for a preschooler, I have, I feel like I have to be a snack house. Mm-hmm. So now he comes home, dinners. I'm I'm working on dinner. I'm making a meal, and all they want is the Cheez Its, or yeah. all they want is the goldfish. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, wait for the meal. Mm-hmm. And that's why we were hot lunch kids. And that's why, so because <laughs> we were ingredients. If you were an ingredient house, then you were a hot lunch kid. Because it's you. I don't see how you can be an ingredient house and and make and lunches have every a bag day. Lunch you can't. You can't. But I'm like, yes, I want to be an ingredient house. I don't know. They're getting this rep of like they weren't like. Those kids had balanced meals. I'm so well, yeah. over the the hundreds of snacks and it was never a problem. And now it's a fight with George and Hattie. Like all they want is something out of like their snack drawer now. Mm-hmm. It's just it's tough. It's a tough balance. Yeah. And you're but like, I just like don't here want- are some apple slices. Have fun. That's yeah. all you have. Because you don't always need like I snack. And like, yeah, you just don't always need a snack. Yeah. Not every snack has to be like a fabulous delicious thing like when we grew up we would maybe have like american cheese and a couple of crackers yeah you don't need like a processed bag of mini muffins all the time mm-hmm. piece of salami a piece of salami we used to make uh, remember we used to make uh, the snowflakes out of salami yeah you know how you can make paper snowflakes you like cut you know certain parts of you fold it up and then we cut would it fold our lunch <laughs> we would fold our salami up and then take bites into it and make salami <laughs> snowflakes which guys so much fun all right this holiday season we we you know what we did we ate our mother's dinner because we did so i'm just saying because we were hungry (laughs) (laughs) because we were hungry and i don't know i i don't know i'm just i wanted to say that okay i'm not saying that i'm gonna stop being a snack household because also i my the preschool doesn't offer hot lunch so this is where we're at right now but i just want to give a shout out to the ingredient houses i don't think it's bad if you're an ingredient house okay so that's just what i wanted to say okay 
this is something so random i have to say okay and i don't know why this is a trend going around right now what is up with people cutting their hair after their wedding ceremony right before their reception this is what happens i've seen it on multiple instagram reels they get married beautiful ceremony beautiful long luscious locks then the bride goes into a room and has someone chop all of her hair out off and give her a bob and she's like surprising my my husband with my new short hair for the reception what a gamble what if it doesn't look good on you well i think if it's gonna look good it's gonna look good on your wedding day because like you're already in full glam and you've got the bride glow i i would never do it i don't don't understand why it's a trend though i don't know why so i couldn't i have zero absolutely zero desire i don't even get the appeal does it like give you ick it kind of gives me ick because i'm like why because i could i can't fathom like i can get some i can get some things that i wouldn't do like all the adrenaline rush or you know whatever i don't get the appeal of chopping your hair off on your wedding day yeah i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it i'm not i also had an updo on my wedding day right Mm -hmm. right 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 like if you want to have like a big reveal like change your dress i'm not a big change your dress kind of person at a reception No, me neither i'm not even that either but i'd rather that than maybe like later in the night but like walk in with the dress like i cannot imagine buying a dress for just the ceremony that of which no offense half maybe not half but a lot some people might not have even showed up to the ceremony some people are just mm. reception people i totally agree i am and the amount the amount of money you spend on this dress to only wear in the ceremony to then go put on something probably a lot just like cheaper from like i don't i'm so anti-changing dresses so anti-changing dresses especially in something like shorter and like you could have worn that to your bachelorette or you could have worn that to your rehearsal dinner i don't like it on your wedding day yeah gives me the ick okay um okay one more thing on my dump and this is like kind of a tangent okay you know those accounts i'm just gonna save everyone 22 hours of their life right now and a lot of headspace you know those very vague money influencers yeah who are like if like me when i not even mlms like not even a product just like vague money influencers like like they always talk about how they have all this money and they're like want to find out how i make you know seven thousand dollars a month from home sign up for my free master class here mm-hmm. and you're like what are they doing mm-hmm. what is that well you know what i took one cradle to grave because i was so freaking what yeah no i i know i know what they're doing i was so curious about this and first of all i'm going to be able to explain to you in five seconds okay versus their four-hour master class how much did you spend on i this? didn't spend anything oh i just because i didn't have to do the whole thing because i know what i know you, you'll understand okay i just had to find out what they were doing i didn't need to know how to do it because i already know how to do it what were they doing all they're doing well not all of them this is just one scenario but i would imagine they're all similar they are signing up for affiliate accounts so like amazon affiliate mm-hmm. or like to know it and then they are making pins of products and then people are clicking on their link to buy it so here's like here's what you do you would sign up for an amazon associates account mm-hmm. i think anyone can sign up mm-hmm. like to know what is a little bit harder but it's not impossible then they would like they're the 16 apple slicer right mm-hmm. they're basically becoming like faceless influencers okay the 16 apple slicer they would take a picture of the 16th apple slicer upload it to pinterest with their affiliate link on it mm-hmm. and this girl just does it for all the time yeah and you might make you might make a couple of bucks yeah you're not gonna make thousands right away yeah but that's that's what it is okay 
I've also seen the ones that are like, you create a t-shirt design on Canva, then you upload it to this website that packages and prints t-shirts. So it's just passive income. No, it's not. That's what they say that it is. No, but that, but who's going to buy a t-shirt? That's what, that is one of the people I've seen that this is a big, oh, this is another I one. See, I this see, is I another see, one I of the ones see. that they do. Yeah. Um, if you, I just think those are. I would not do either one of those. I think if you want to make a little bit of extra cash as a mom, I think you should be a micro influencer. We've said this once. I'll say it a hundred times. Micro influencing is where it's at. Yeah. I think people get, I think this is, it's an ick. An ick a lot of people have is people who aren't influencers acting like influencers on the internet. Doesn't give me the ick because Doesn't give me I, the get, ick. I get, I know the hustle. Doesn't give me and the And I ick. know that it's a little bit uncomfortable, but I think people are very nervous to do that because of the perception of like, oh, who do you think you are? I promise you, though, they are all watching your stories and looking forward to it every day. The amount of people from high school and, you know, whatever they're going through in their life, like I can see that they're like pregnant or they're about to or they just got married or whatever. And I wish so badly I could just have a backseat to like their entire life. Yeah. I want them to just talk to their stories and tell me everything. Tell me about how your pregnancy is going. Tell me what what colors you chose for your wedding and why. Like I need... I, I want to know everything just I, I not not everyone's going to do it I know this isn't for everybody but if you do not sign up for an Amazon Associates account and then post pins to Pinterest it's so incredibly boring and tedious go, go on your stories say oh my gosh like and it's fine you're talking to 10 people okay it's gonna it's just it, it'll grow it just will. I promise you, people want to watch everyday people doing things. They do. I no do. No one wants to watch influencers anymore. As I want to. I want to watch people do things. Like I just want to watch. We say it all the time. Everything is content. People just want to see relatable people. So be a relatable person. Be a micro influencer. Next. I agree. I never want to stop feeling like just like I just don't ever want to be like a, what? Like I, I just hope we always. St- to come off and stay like just who we are you know yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah anyway just wanted to say don't sign up for any of those master classes that's what they're doing okay perfect thank you for doing the hard-hitting research okay on one more thing that. one more thing on the topic of influencers specifically influencers slash automotive okay what do you i don't know if you've seen this but they're the they keep coming across my desk because you know they just do um Mazda, specifically the Mazda yeah, CX-90, yeah. went on like a major influencer campaign. Yeah. Um, where I guess they gave influencers cars and then they paid them too to make videos about the car. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? They hey, they have not asked me. I would say no because I don't do that kind of stuff, but they did not ask me. Um, What do you think about cars entering the influencer space? I think it's a, I think it's a good move. Yeah. I really do. Doesn't like bother you or have an ick to like have these people selling things that they don't drive don't have no i mean i think they should drive it for a certain amount of time it's a, probably a week well um i'm just i'm i'm, I'm genuinely well, asking okay. does it feel different than selling anything anything else that an influencer sells because it's I, I, look i think it's a perfect i think it's a perfectly fine marketing move by mazda i don't think my favorite influencer saying i'm driving this car then that means that's the exact car i'm gonna buy yeah. i'm then going to go do further research but now this car's on my list so i think that in in, in that sense i'm okay with it in that sense i think it's a par- smart move by the manufacturers i had just read i was reading some of the um 
because I've seen several influencers do it. And whenever I read the comments, the, it's the, it's kind of a mixed bag. Like some people are like, really, you're promoting a car that you don't even own or that you don't even drive. And it's like, if you liked it so much, like if you like it so much, why didn't you buy a Mazda? Yeah, I get that. Um, but you also just think about all the things that influencers push that they probably don't use. Yeah, but this is like a... It's a much more expensive. But and to that point, it's like, okay, if you're going to buy a, if you're going to buy a car just because one influencer talked about it one time, the influencer is not the problem. Yeah, I get You it. need to do further research on your cars. I feel, I feel mixed about it. I feel mixed about it because I'm also like, you know, a lot of being an influencer, I think that, I think... I don't like the word. I feel like I don't like to be known as an influencer. I would like to be called a content creator because I create content. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people are creating really nice content for Mazda and they are showing showing a video and highlighting how this Mm -hmm. car works. I don't think they're I think if you take it from that aspect and not like I'm trying to buy it, but I can see how it would be very difficult to take to do a Mazda CX-90 ad and then two years later you go and buy a Toyota Grand Highlander. Yeah. Like yeah, that feels weird. That. Yeah, I get that. I think we shall, I I personally think we all need to take it a little bit at face value and recognize maybe recognize when an ad is an ad and I think that it's an influencer's job to be responsible about what they're pushing and 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 don't just lie to people. Um but be transparent and have give your honest thoughts but I mean, that's that is the way of the marketing world now. I mean, I think about some of the ads we do and I'm like, we are like and then they'll whitelist and they will take like Pura took um, whitelisted your content. And now I will see your face under a Pura ad pop up. And it's like we are literally what they used to spend so much money on to get a professionally made advertisement. They are now paying influencers to, like you said, create that same content that's the way the marketing world now so now i'm 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 personally am fine with mazda stepping into it i understand people might have a different i don't know i'm don't feel like i'm ready really have a i can see both sides is what i'll say i I can see both sides in a way i'm excited to see the auto industry like come to this like cool like let's include some influencers like maybe like we just don't need like matthew mcconaughey as the face of lincoln yeah because like is he driving a lincoln (laughs) please right no so okay so yeah i'm i'm fine with it okay um what do we got next that was all the thing i have in my dump okay um well i think we need to address croctober oh my gosh (laughs) thank you elizabeth so croctober for the month of october and november once a week kelly i and kate from naptime kitchen will be making a new crock crock pot recipe yes um I love my crock pot. I think I'm a busy mom, as many of us are. And we wanted to just, you know, dust, get the dust off and and make some crock pot recipes. I also like a crock pot recipe because they always end up being more than one meal. So -hmm. that always feels good. Um, And we are taking submissions. So if you want to write in with your crock pot recipe, you can send it to hello at the official.com. We are going to be making one a week. When does this episode come out? Thursday oh I guess I can say which what today's what tomorrow's is so if you if you want to get I haven't even told you this here's how this is going to work Friday I'm going to Friday we're going to send an email with the recipe okay I called Stephanie on this she's doing it okay 
Um, Friday, we're going to send out an email. So if you want to get on our email list, then you will get that on Friday. I will probably be post. I'll probably be making it personally myself on Sunday uh-huh. and then Sunday or Monday. And then I will be posting the recipe then and having it on, having it a place on our feed. And then all the recipes will also live on our website. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to find them. But we are going to start Crocktober off with one of with nap time with one of nap time kitchen yeah. recipes. Yeah. Um, and it is the honey. What is it called? The honey butter chicken honey butter chicken. Yeah. Let's look it up really fast. Honey butter. I like the name. Sounds great. Honey and butter. Say less. Lost me at chicken, but. Okay. (laughs) So it is basically, you need chicken breasts, onions, paprika, curry powder. So that's exciting. Salt, pepper, butter, honey, Dijon mustard, and an optional can of chickpeas. So I plan on doing this. A honey butter chicken and then i'm going to serve it with caramel broccoli and a side of jasmine rice okay like the trader joe's jasmine rice i like it and that's going to be my crock pot recipe mm-hmm. so please write in we definitely want them to be as close to like a dump and go as possible mm-hmm. like i don't want a crock pot rest i hate those crock pot recipes where it's like hour three put this in hour five yeah. put this in. it's like Dumping the point go. is I dumped and went. No, and we can chop an onion. Like we can chop the things to put it in there. Yes. I don't mind sure. a little prep. Prep is fine. Um, but yeah, prep and go, and then not too many steps after the fact either. So we kind of said like, if you need to add a tortilla, bread, rice, you can add sweet the carb. potato. Like you can add the carb, but we're not gonna then you know take the mixture and put it in the oven so the cheese can melt over it. Like it's we're trying yeah. to make it as easy as possible. So we're starting with the honey butter chicken. Um. And that's what I'm making this weekend. I'm very excited. She says it's her. We should have had her on for this episode, but she said it's her like reset meal. Like when you come back from vacation mm-hmm. and you just like want a home cooked meal, they eat this that. Is it. So we'll see. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. My mornings are busier now than ever before. Between getting ready for the day, working out, daycare drop off, all the things, I do not have time for a complicated supplement routine to take a bunch of different products, which is why I love taking AG1 every morning right after my breakfast. It's just one scoop and a glass of water every day. It's this simple routine that I have built into my mornings that makes me feel like I'm doing something good for the day and it sets me up for success. Every Every scoop of AG1 is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking hair, skin, and nails. I mean, it does it all. So if you are looking for an easier way to take your supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash carpool. That's athleticgreens.com slash carpool. Check it out. And today's episode is brought to you by ZocDoc. Have you guys ever been on the hunt for a new doctor? So you literally ask everyone you know, and then when you finally find a good recommendation for a doctor, then you find out that they don't have any availability for like months. Yeah, that happened to me just recently when I have been on the hunt for a dermatologist. And oh my gosh, they are kind of hard to um to get into sometimes. That's why I love using ZocDoc because you can find doctors who have appointments available soon. ZocDoc is the free app where you can find amazing doctors and you can book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top rated patient review doctors and specialists. You can filter for ones who will take your insurance or are located near you or treat almost any condition you are searching for. These doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients, not And the average wait time to see a doctor on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 48 hours. That's it. You can even score some same day appointments. 
Go to ZocDoc.com slash carpool and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor. That's ZocDoc.com slash carpool. ZocDoc.com slash carpool. Okay, Liz, and now are you ready for industry news where we spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry? industry? Yeah. Wait, did I do my Musk's moments? No. Oh, are you ready for it? It's time for Musk moments. Uh, Musk, we've got to get... Can we please like just put some pen to paper today and actually work on this? I'm just going to wait for someone to send something in the email. No, Elizabeth, we have to be proactive. This is Musk's moments where we share something insightful we've learned lately. Mm -hmm. It's just got to rhyme. Um, Okay, this is like so random and like such just like so not like my typical content. But it's the concept or idea of being the CEO of your health. Mm. And I... This is very skinny confidential of you. It's so skinny confidential mm-hmm. of me. Maybe that's where I heard it. 100% it is. Okay. But it's it's just the idea of like, you know, when you think about what a CEO does, a CEO's job is to manage a lot of different departments. Mm-hmm. And I think before I heard that, so much of my health, which I'm healthy, so it's like, you know, it's one of those things you don't really feel like you have to think about. But I think... I have not been necessarily as proactive as maybe I've wanted to be. And I'm kind of just being reactive or like waiting for things to happen and mm-hmm. then expecting like the doctor at urgent care to fix me. Mm-hmm. And it's like the doctor at urgent care doesn't know me from Adam. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know anything about me. So mm-hmm. instead, I'm just trying to. OK, I'm the CEO of my health and of my life. So what are the different departments? Dental, fitness, diet, doctor skin like what whatever they are and i'm just making sure like i'm managing them mm-hmm. and that i'm the ceo of mm-hmm. my health it's such like a girly thing to take like just be healthy and like schedule your dentist appointments to call it um ceo of your health <laughs> <laughs> okay shut up but one of the things i did because i becoming the ceo of my health is i'm like what is health what is my health like i said i'm healthy so i don't know what i don't know so i did a I haven't got my results back yet, but I did like a very intense blood test. Yeah. So you I got your blood work done. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like in a CEO. <laughs> I know. Like very much like in a boss babe, like taking control of her own journey no, and destination. Being a and mom is calling self-care basic health care. Yeah. It's like, no, but like I'm doing this okay, for so me. I, so it, I think what's starting all this is in the last month you have gone to the dentist and you got blood drawn and you're like, I am <laughs> taking control <laughs> you're being kind of a major brat to me i know i know i'm just joking i i know what you're saying i agree i think we all need to be i think the being proactive versus reactive is the more and the more valuable things that you've said (laughs) it's not not just like waiting for something to break it's it's doing things in order that that does not happen and i'm just i don't think you can wait for a doctor to tell you that something's up like you got to know what's up yeah so that's why i said let me do this blood work because i'd like to get on like a better like vitamin regimen but i'm also just not going to like you know pay for expensive pee if i don't need extra vitamin c like i don't know what i don't know you got i'm here for it cal i i mean it was like a semi like it was kind of a pricey blood test but it's supposed to be i haven't even got my results back yet yeah i'll I'll, I'll be sure to tell people yeah let's just share because there's no hipaa here like i'll just tell you what my blood test said um and i'm just wondering like what they're gonna say about me yeah well i can't wait to hear the results and to find out how very healthy you are yeah Okay, well, you're a brat. I'm not trying to say that, but okay. No, that's no, I'm I am excited to hear. I think you are healthy and I want that validation. I know, but do you understand the CEO of your I, <laughs> I understand the CEO. I think you're just say enough buzzwords. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now, now are you ready for some sh- moments? 
And that was, and here's the thing about Musk's moments. They're not always going to land. Elon's don't. Preach. Elon has said some things. Mm-hmm. Like, what Maybe about, we shouldn't associate too closely. I know. I was thinking that. We'll work on but that. But they're all problematic. Like That's true. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Now it's time for Entertainment Stories, but the hat tea going on the auto, auto street. street. Spy photos capture redesigned Buick Enclave crossover. Now this is not surprising. This is not surprising because the Acadia and Traverse have been redesigned, and now plot twist: the Enclave is being redesigned. I am kind of surprised. Buick is just so all over the place right now. Um, like the Invista. I just went on that Invista event, and they're like, "Look, it's twenty five thousand dollars. We're like luxury at not the luxury price, and like no one else can even touch a car for twenty five thousand dollars." Yeah. So just a little all over the place. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what to expect with the Enclave. Um. But I, I'm one thing about me is I'm I'm cheering for Buick. I'm cheering them on. I want them to be successful. Yeah. I want them to find their footing a little bit. Yeah, I totally get that. Like, look at. I think it's so interesting to see, not so much like the major manufacturers like Toyota and Ford who just like sell a crap ton of cars, but like Subaru. Like Subaru, no one knows their demographic. Like Subaru knows mm-hmm. theirs. Yeah, it's so true. And like, I just want that for Buick. I want that for Infinity. I want that for Acura. These like they Mazda, need to like, like narrow things down a little more bit. boutique. Like, just want to know. And I think I think the problem with car manufacturers and why it's difficult to sometimes know your demographic is there's so many different models within. Right. So it's like, what's for you is not for me. But Buick, if if you remember, Buick has more female drivers than any other manufacturer mm. like they have the highest percentage mm-hmm. of female drivers mm-hmm. so like the girlies are there for buick yeah so, so I w- like hone in on that buick so maybe they ho- are we don't know i think we need i'd like to see i think we need mo- more mo- reset i think we need more uh spokes celebrity um spokespeople for car brands i just think that like really goes like matthew mcconaughey you, and the link wait, but you were just you were just you were just anti that i know you're right. You're right. You're right. So, but but you would you rather have a celebrity or an influencer? At least you know Matthew McConaughey is not just driving Lincolns. Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe I spoke too soon. I'm all over the place, you guys. I don't. I don't think you know what you want. I need to become the CEO of this podcast because I'm just all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was my first story. That, okay. I'm just like whatever. I'm in. Who should be the spokesperson for Buick? Influencer or celebrity? Who is that girl? It's <sighs> a good question. Because we said Volkswagen was Zoe De Chanel, obviously. I know, and that's like still so good. Yeah. Um. So Buick, let's think. Who's a girl? Taylor Swift. Mm, really? For Buick? I had to kind of see it. You know who I see? She is in so many things. Give me my phone, Sid. I have to figure out what this woman's name is. She's in like actually everything. She's blonde. Hold on. She's okay. in um Grace and Grace and Frankie. Isn't that the Oh, I do know who that girl is. No, it's the daughter. I know, I know Elizabeth. June She's in- June Diane Raphael. That girl. Is this the girl She's you were thinking of? Ev- yes, that's the girl I was thinking that of. That is the Buick spokesperson. You're so Elizabeth, you're so right. Don't you think? Well, because Buick couldn't afford Taylor Swift. No. You're so right. She's such a girly. She's such a girly. 
and she can be anything yeah she's a mom she's a business girl yeah she's like the crazy aunt yeah she can be anything. i like love her i like i've never heard the name june <laughs> diane Raphael in my entire life Would yet have, she's in every single you, thing I've you ever could have seen. given me a multiple choice i would have never gotten that would have been the last one i picked i know okay here's our next story speaking of brands and brands loyalty this is a story from autoblog Brand loyalty declining among new car buyers. Mm. It's becoming increasingly difficult for car makers to turn a customer into a repeat customer, according to a recent study. It's an unexpected side effect of the chip shortage that is making drivers keep their car for longer. And then when they, and then by the end of it, they're going to the competition to try something new. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. J.D. Power analyzed trading data from September 2022 to September 2023 to compile a list of all brands that have new car buyers that they are loyal to. Porsche took first place in premium car segment for the second consecutive year with a loyalty rate of 56.8. Mercedes-Benz finished second with 50%. And then if you go down to the mainstream car segment. Ford's number one. Toyota took first place with 60%, while Honda finished in second with 55%. I thought people were going to be really Ford loyal. In the mainstream, that was was just cars, though. In the mainstream SUV segment, Subaru took the highest loyalty rate, 61.1, while Toyota isn't far behind at a 60.5. Surprisingly, Ford takes the truck sake unsurprisingly Ford took the truck seven mm-hmm. that, that's what it said um what do you think do you think people are like ready to try new things i always thought people were like super vw loyal i felt like that was always like a buzz thing in the industry and that doesn't really seem to be reflected in these numbers toyota i'm not super surprised about i feel like people who like toyota like love toyota like their dad their grandfather drove toyotas and they still drive toyotas that doesn't really shock me yeah it says Ford, toyota and subaru enjoy a high level of loyalty so people like subaru i also get i think that people who drive subarus love subarus it's what makes a subaru yeah subaru yeah um that doesn't really surprise me honestly those brands it does it surprise that like they're calling high like 60 percent or 50 percent so they're saying i mean well i think it depends i think it depends on what you're after because like for for our demographic for mothers a lot of the times you're starting in one vehicle that you got in college and then when you have to get a new car you're like i don't i don't care if it's the same brand i need the car that's going to fit my Mm -hmm. family so it's like in that sense like volkswagen doesn't have a full-size suv so if you drive if you drove a tiguan all throughout you know your young adult years and now you have three kids or four kids volkswagen it's not an option for you right I think our audience is a little different because they're not buying cars based on brands or doing based on functionality. But yeah, what, and availability. what they can have. Yeah. And availability is a big thing, too. Mm-hmm. In the recent years, things haven't been available. So even if you want to stay brand loyal, yeah, you could. So, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Huh. Things that make you go. Hmm. All right. So it is time. We are approaching October. Mm-hmm. And last year, we... Um, held space the month of October for um, Pregnancy Infant Awareness Month. Loss Awareness Sorry, month. Sorry, Pregnancy Infant Loss, Loss Awareness, awareness month. month. Pale. October is. October is, yes. yes. Um, and we did that with a segment that we called Blake's Besties. Mm-hmm. And Blake's Besties came about from a mom who had... A, 
who had an experience with her daughter, Blake, and her original email was just very moving. And we felt very called to use the Carpool Podcast as a way to just remember some of these babies that were just Mm -hmm. gone too soon. We were both pregnant at the time. Mm -hmm. You were barely pregnant. Yeah. I was way more pregnant. And it was just this, this feeling of like not being able to talk about not having a place to talk about some of these babies because it's like positive light because it's such a horrific and sad thing to happen yet you were still pregnant they were still with you they were still a being and we want to honor and talk about what you craved what how you were feeling surrounding it and try and try and bring more of talk about the positive light yes that you experienced with your pregnancy so it's not that we we're trying to make light of it the opposite we're trying Mm -hmm. but we're trying to just bring a different spin on it and we're so excited because we actually have like a celebrity on the on the phone Mm -hmm. um and that is blake's mom Mm -hmm. so rachel can you say hello to the carpool podcast hello friends okay so rachel rachel we are like kind of besties now because rachel surprised us at the karma motto show Mm -hmm. which was so fun yeah we were not expecting her. <laughs> but Rachel, can you just maybe take us back a little bit to what first made you want to send that email? Um, and then obviously tell us all about, you know, the girl of the hour, which is Blake. Yes. Okay. So a little bit of backstory. Um, so our first daughter was born in July 2019. And we were due with our second daughter, who we decided to name Blake. Uh, she was due in January of 2022. Um, and so she, I, I won't go into all the details, but long story short, she was still born, um, which means that she passed away before she was born at 38 weeks. So about a week and a half before her due date, um, for us, we don't know the reason we don't know what happened. Um, but you know, that's our story. That's what happened to us. And so obviously, you know, there's a lot of grief that comes with that. We, you know, losing our baby who we were so prepared and ready for her big sister was two and a half so excited so ready for her um so you know just through all of that um for me personally I decided that you know she might not be here with us anymore but I don't want her to be forgotten about because no matter what happens you know the rest of my life no matter how many kids I have Blake is always my second daughter she's always going to be my baby whether she's here or not so for me personally Um, you know, not to be like, oh, positive, because, you know, it's not positive. But for me, I wanted to make the best of it, for lack of a better word. And I just really wanted to make sure that her memory stayed alive um, and that she was always remembered and part of our family. Um, And, you know, just through really Instagram and different accounts and things, I found a really big lost mom community. And I had no idea how common that this was. Um, I believe the statistic is um, one in four pregnancies and in miscarriage and one in 160 and in stillbirth. So um, it's much more common than you might realize. Um, so I found a lot of community there and um, so many people that you know have been through the same thing as me. And um, so the way that it kind of came to be on the carpool, I guess it was, let me see. So last August, so August, 2022, I remember sitting in my living room one night, I think I was looking at Kelly's Instagram or something. And of course thinking about Blake and I had the thought that, okay, I'm a carpooler, love the podcast. listen every week, if this is happening to one in four moms or one in one sixty, and it's happening to me and 
we can assume that most carpoolers are moms. This has probably happened to so many carpoolers. And so I, I think it was just God put it on my heart to just reach out. So I typed out this email. I read it to my husband. I read it to my sister-in-law, who's a carpooler. <laughs> Shout out, Jamie. Um, and I said, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I'm just going to send it. I don't know. I don't know what I expect. And they said, yeah, just send it. So I sent you guys an email with really just Blake's story and a little bit about us. And um, I think I really even said in the email, like, I don't really know what I'm trying to do or say here, but I just wanted to reach out because if it's happened to me, it's happened to others. And I want other, um, you know, moms who have gone through loss to know that they are not alone and that they are seen and that their babies are loved and remembered. And so then you guys came up with Blake's besties and it just blew me away. I never expected that to happen. Um, so yeah, it's been a wild ride. And for us since then, um, Blake's little sister Peyton was born in January, mm-hmm. eight days before Blake's first birthday. So we have her and that's kind of our story. Um, but, you know, no matter what happens, I have three girls. You might not be able to see one of them. It might look like two. Um, but I know that there are so many other moms and families who are kind of in the same situation. So I just want those moms to be seen and heard. And I love hearing about, you know, their babies, whether they're here, whether they're not, especially if they're not, um, you know, so many times um, people, you know, don't talk about our right. babies that are gone. But for whatever reason, I don't know if other people, if it's uncomfortable or they think that they're going to make us, you know, upset. But for me personally, Blake's on my mind all the time. So Mm -hmm. I'm overjoyed when people ask me about her or when I get to talk about her. You know, I talk about Taylor and Peyton, my two living girls all the time. So why not Blake too? So that's kind of the whole purpose of Blake's besties. Yeah, Rachel, we are so, I'm so happy that I have you to kind of like be on this journey with me um, Mm -hmm. or with us. It's. I feel like when I I've never I've never personally experienced any loss. So when I when you're not someone who can relate on that level, I always want to make sure I like have someone who I can lean on to be like, hey, is this like, does this make sense? Like, is this going to translate? Well, are you saying it right? Are you doing it justice? Right. Because I'm not at all. I, I just like I think I can't imagine not ever talking about like one of my kids or one of their pregnancies or like even like you know this like elizabeth and i love baby names like i love names so to not like say that people to say that you thought about for so long and that you love and that you just feel like Like, you're supposed to keep quiet about yeah like i just we want to hear it so anyway so what we're going to do the month of october at the end of every episode we are going to read uh one of blake's besties stories so if you um have experienced any sort of infant or pregnancy loss, you can write into hello at the Uh We ask that you just, you know, you can say whatever you want. The point is that we're going to, you know, talk about the positive or again, what, again, not the positive, but the memory, the memory, what your child's name was, what you craved, what, how you found out you were pregnant, who you told first and just talk about your child. Yeah. We the, just for the sake of this being podcast content, we would just ask that it be on the shorter side so like just a couple of sentences um but please send them in and i'm excited to hear and talk about some of your guys's babies yes can't wait i love hearing about all blake's besties that are in heaven with her you know mm. um what about can you leave us a ditch the drive through rachel oh i can okay so in our house our ditch the drive through is quesadillas it's the go-to we have them probably multiple times a week and for me i'm a teacher and a lot of times by the time i 
get my kids and get home, it's dinner time, like when I'm walking in the door. And quesadillas have just become our go-to. We always have what we need. So, um, and I'm also, I'm from Texas. So Mexican food is like mm-hmm. <laughs> where I live. So I don't know how common this is anywhere else. But quesadillas, typically tortillas with cheese and usually some sort of meat in it. So in our house, usually it's a flour tortilla. If you're in Texas, get the H-E-B bakery tortillas. If you're not, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Good tortillas, some cheese. For us, we usually have, like our grocery store has like pre-cooked chicken fajita meat that stays in the freezer. So I always have that on hand. You can do chicken and cheese. You can take any kind of leftover meat. You have taco meat, rotisserie Mm -hmm. chicken, uh, we'll do buffalo chicken is really good. Ooh. Buffalo chicken mozzarella. We love buffalo yeah. chicken. Uh, and lately we've been doing pizza quesadillas too. So you get your pepperoni, put some sauce in there, put some mozzarella, mm, like literally so any meat, cheese, throw some sauce in there, quesadilla. That's, uh, that's, sorry, tortilla, you put it in the pan, fry it, and you're good to go. It's mm, the go-to. That's a good ditch the drive through. Mm-hmm. Well, Classic. Rachel, thank you so much. Yeah, and Yeah, and girl, anytime. Literally. We can't wait Yay. to start Blake's besties. I can't wait. And Rachel, what Thank car do you so what car do you drive? Do I even know? I drive a Toyota Sienna. It's a twenty fifteen, but I love it. And I have my sights set on the new one. I've already decided <gasps> that's going to be my next car is the next love. Sienna the minivan. Love that. All right, girl. I think we've already done Siennas, right? For a review. I, yeah. yeah. I left my review. Of course, of course, Rachel did. Of course, Rachel Rachel did the best. (laughs) All right, Rachel. Well, thank you so much. We'll talk later. All right. Thanks, ladies. Bye. And I just want to say when you if you submit to Blake's Besties, you can absolutely send a very long email because we are reading them. There are eyes on them. So if you do feel like you need more to be said and just heard please send that um but like we said like we, maybe we'll just like read yeah, a little we'll bit on the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. but like if you need to vent if you need to like send a long email by all means please do that Ex- thank you for saying that i yeah, agree i just wanted to add that and with that that's our episode so if you drive a subaru <laughs> A Subaru Ascent. I think we've, we've if ever- you drive a Subaru Ascent, head over to the review section, show up, show out, tell us why you love your Subaru and are you brand loyal? And also tell us why you love the Carpool Podcast. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.